Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is brought to you by the Collective Glasgow. The Collective Glasgow is a group for smart women looking to make new friends and at the GGC we're all about supporting groups like that. Whether you're new to Glasgow, snowed under with work or finding your friends are moving on round about you, the Collective Glasgow offers events where you can meet like-minded women and find your tribe. With events planned in fabulous venues across Glasgow, the Collective Glasgow is a growing group of great women. Find them on Insta at The Collective Glasgow and find the Facebook group by searching The Collective Glasgow on Facebook. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. Last year in December we caught up with Renee Alexandra who was up for the Girls Day Out show. Renee is the owner of Dolly Rockinit and Be Beautiful Boutique and she is every inch the entrepreneur after quitting the safety of her job years ago to launch her super successful Dolly Rockinit brand which was actually created based on a dream. A mum of four, Renee speaks openly on this podcast about her horrible experience of domestic abuse and why she gives money from every sale of her beautiful brand to Refuge Charity. So without further ado, over to Renee. Okay, so hello Renee, thank you so much for being on the GGC podcast. Ah, thanks so much for having me, I'm excited. Good, and thank you for taking the time to speak with us because you're up for Girls' Day Out. I am, yes. And it's a busy time for you. Very busy, we've got two stands there this year, so I'm up to my eyeballs. up to the eyeballs, (laughs) right, well let's get cracking then. Lovely. (laughs) So you are every inch the girl boss, talk to us about how you got into business. So I started um, my first business, which you might know is Dolly Rocking It. Yes. Um because I had the kids and I was sick of paying childcare, couldn't afford childcare to be honest, yeah. you know, I was getting your wage in and it was going straight on childcare, I was missing school plays, school parents evening and things like that and it just got kind of too much. So that when you're really successful, I took my £200 savings, that's all I had, quit my day job and invested in some stock, um, made a Facebook page and turned £200 into £600 in a week. So I knew it was going to work. <laughs> what it better have worked because I just quit my job. So yes. that's kind of what I did. So I grew Dolly Rocking It. Um, you know, I've done the Girls' Day Out show. This will be our fifth year okay. doing it. Um, but then I've always wanted to kind of give back. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Dolly Rocking It was great. It's much for the kind of younger girls. Yeah. And I feel a little bit that maybe I outgrew it a little okay. bit because okay. I'm a mum. I've got four children yes. and things like that. So I wanted to do something that was kind of more meaningful that maybe, you know, suit my lifestyle to what it is kind of today. Yes. Um, so I came up with Be Beautiful. So it was more of an empowering brand. Um, and we also donate to Refuge. So Refuge is a charity that basically supports women of, and men from domestic violence and yeah. their children. So there could be a, a, a chance where someone needs to leave their home in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Refuge provide um, boxes. So in these boxes, you can have anything from baby milk, from nappies, wet wipes, shampoo, clothing. Essentials, basically. Essentials that you po- didn't have time to pack. Yeah. So from every jumper, £2 is donated to the charity and that will give that person their box. And that's lovely. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so the charity is very kind of close to me. Mm-hmm. I um, went through four years of domestic violence with my first daughter's dad. Um, and what age were you? I met him when I was 16. Mm-hmm. He was 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that his 
um, way that he loved me mm-hmm. was love, but it wasn't, it was control. But I just thought that someone that cared what I was doing, when I was doing it and how I was doing it meant he just cared what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that he wanted to control the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he came from a really hard background, um, you know, and I came from a really good kind of background, mum and dad's together. So we came from different two worlds and brought together. And I thought I was there to help him and change his life, but yeah. he wasn't ready to change his life. Um, and then, yeah, we just went through the whole domestic violence, um, a lot of anger, a lot of shouting, and then a lot of, you know, then we made up. So it's kind of, I'd literally go to bed, wake up in the morning, and act like absolutely nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was incidents where um, one time, Valentine's Day, I think a guy went to give me a rose, just he was sending them on the road. Mm-hmm. And because I took the rose, when I got back home, it was like, why did you do that? And then it would come out of nowhere. We could be watching TV and he'd see a guy without his top on and he'd say, do you fancy him? I'd be like, oh yeah, he's got a nice body. And it would just start over anything, over oh, anything. So it was very violent. Very violent, yeah, very violent. But I, you know, I had to give it, I had to give as good as I got because it was either that or leave. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I wasn't going to leave someone that I felt loved me so much because I didn't understand. It's 16, and 17. So young. Yeah. You don't realise that it's control and not mm-hmm. love, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, yeah, we, I got pregnant with my daughter and at 19 and I was actually... She was what made me want to leave. That was enough. Okay. So okay. I was able to get my own place. You know, my granddad helped me get my own place. I was working full time. Um, and I just wanted to get away from that life. I just thought, I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. You know, it got to a point where it's not me. It's going to be me and my daughter and I just didn't want that. Um, so I came out of that life and met my new partner who I'm with now, um, and just changed my life around. But it was a lot, it took a lot to get from leaving up until now. You know, we've been through courts, through the chill to see, you know, him to see his daughter. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of kind of things going on. So, you know, making the brand and speaking up about what I've gone through. Because I'm sure people look at me and look at my brand and be like, oh, she's done so well. Yeah. You know, but there's a story behind every person that's done well. You know, we're just the same as everybody else. We go through the things just as everybody else, you know. And I did use the business to kind of mask all that and, you know, put that life behind me and move forward with the life that I've got now. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> wow like yes um, and what how far look how far you've come yeah and you're getting definitely. married getting married yeah been together nearly 12 years now yeah i've had three other children since and yeah it's i can never look back ever no. you don't need to once you've gone past that yeah. you just it sounds not awful to say but you learn from it and you know what yeah. to look out for especially now you i've got girls i know when they're in relationships and the red lights start flagging mm-hmm. there is no way that I'm allowing that to ever happen to my daughter. Whereas my mum and dad, I was a bit of a wild child, I was. Moving out at 60. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a wild you're, child you're a anyway. Yeah, you very strong-willed. I had a job at age of 12, my first job, mm-hmm. sweeping hair and shampooing in, you know, for 20 quid. £22 a, a day I got, plus tips. I spent my money even before I left work. <laughs> my wages were done. <laughs> I did. I used to sub it out on my lunch break and buy my outfit for that night. And to think I was only 12, 13 and we were going out. We were going out. I lived a very old life. Right, you okay, know. okay. But um, it, it's just who I am. I just had yeah. that, you know, that 
party independent independent very yeah so your mum and dad didn't really have a clue then no they thought she'd stay at a friend's house so i was down the west end (laughs) i was dressed up to the nines and being 13 years old (laughs) yeah i think i actually look older then than i do now but yeah i mean it was you know but it obviously led me down that path of wanting an older boyfriend and living that older life that I just wasn't ready for. But yeah. I've learned so much from it. I'm so strong from it. And, you know, it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it could happen to people that you'd never believe it happened to, yeah. you know. So just supporting this charity, because it could be anyone. It could be your friend that you don't even know what's going She's on. She's not telling you. Yeah. Because I imagine that you didn't maybe tell people. I, because I didn't think it was bad. Right, okay. Because when you're in it... You don't see what's going on. Yeah, you can't you see don't. it from the outside. Yes. If, like I said, if I didn't get pregnant with my daughter and realise, like, this is an alright life for me, but can it's not fair for her to live that life, you know? Okay. And some people find it just hard to leave. And I just found it hard to leave. I just thought, like, if I leave, what now? Yeah, no, I, I get I do. I do yeah. understand that. So, like, like I said, it could be anyone and just donating towards a charity that can help that anyone is massive it's for me. Massive. Yeah. Massive. And what a good thing to do. Yeah. So what did your, um, who did you first tell? Did you tell anyone or did you just leave? I, I was very vocal about it. Oh, good. Yeah. That's a I good was, thing. Yeah, I was very vocal about it. And I had two friends at the time um, who we'd go out, I'd come home, they'd drop me home and have to come right back and pick me up again because he'd just kick off. So it, you know, it, I spoke about it all the time to people, but I think sometimes when you say something to someone, they may think, well, it can't be that bad because you're saying, yeah. but in reality, you're living in it. And until someone's seen the physical, seen the bruises yeah. or seen, they just think that it, you know, it's just another thing that you're saying. Yeah. So it is difficult. Especially at that age as well. Definitely. Especially that when everything is drama yeah. everything's yeah. new and exciting and everything's drama Definitely. so you can't pick the good things from the bad things because it's just a, an explosion of yeah. just teenage craziness oh teenage you know? craziness yeah definitely how many daughters do you have i've got two you've got two so yeah will you now you haven't been through that will you yeah. speak to them about kind of domestic abuse because obviously um, it's quite a... i think right now no no but i would kind of um lead them on a path where I feel if when they want to start hanging out in the parks or hanging out with certain friends I'll just sway them a little bit away from that because I learned as I grew and I feel if I kind of take that completely away from that they're not going to learn the life things that they're supposed to learn you know and I think when you hold on too tight they become too timid but if you let them go too wild it just goes crazy. So I've just have to find a, a way a of a balance of structure in it. Yes. And, you know, they're very focused in their dance at the minute. Um, dance, gymnastics, they're always into something. So if, as long as I can keep that going. But once I hit secondary school, it's all out the window kind oh, of thing, it isn't is, it? So yeah. So I think I'm just, I'm still learning. And I just have to l- see the red flags because yes. I know what they are. Um, and just make sure I'm on top of it because as a parent, it's your responsibility. It Being really a parent is. is. I mean, obviously, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a parent, but yeah. it seems like the hardest job in the world yeah. when you when you think about everything that when you think about everything you've gone through personally, and yeah. you have to think what your mum would have felt. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but I kept a lot from my mum and dad. You, you, yeah, yeah, I kept a lot from them because I feel 
I'm sure if I they knew exactly what was going oh, on, of course. I would have been home in a minute. But you put on the brave face and you everything smiles, everything's good. And they only obviously see you when you're at your good. Yeah. She wasn't happy with the relationship anyway. But the way that I was, I wasn't listening. Yeah. You know, and you always look back and think, oh, I wish I listened. But you sometimes you have to learn yourself. yourself mm-hmm. But you have to have your blinkers on. Come on. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes, why didn't I leave? What was wrong with me? But then, like I said, once you're in it, you don't realise how bad it is. Yeah, and the thing is as well, there was maybe some time, like, elements of it that were good. Yeah. So that's so confusing, especially yeah. for... Yeah. A like young I said, I used to wake day. up the next day and act like nothing could happen and we just carry on with our day and then it would be that trigger. There's always a trigger point. So that was your... That's obviously... You've been through a tough time and yeah. you're doing amazing now. You've got two solid brands. Yeah. So talk to us about being... Um, like a boss then what lessons do you feel that you've learned from (laughs) oh god um i don't see myself as that boss i see myself as just someone who just started a business to support her family and just jumped on the train at the right time okay i that's it i just think it's all about hitting that certain point at that certain time it's either going to work or it's not going to work. Yes. You know, I do believe in, you know, give it your all and try, but you just know when something's going to work and you know when something's not. Yeah. I've had four other businesses before I started Dolly. Wow. Yeah, right, that probably okay. no one would ever know about. Yes. But, and they just didn't work. Okay. So when I started Dolly, I was very shocked that it just worked. It just worked because I started Dolly Rocking It as just buying and selling. So buying from a wholesaler, selling, got bored of that. Then I created the classic Dolly jumper with my sister. Yeah. And then we think we printed 25, sent a couple to some bloggers. Yeah. Bloggers weren't around there too much. But there was moving There was people that, yeah, yeah, influencers that were kind of coming up. Coming mm-hmm. up. And I just thought, oh, you're pretty. I'll send yeah. you a jumper. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. get that on. Uh, <laughs> they become models for you. Don't yeah, they? definitely. And it just hit off. It really did. And I've just never looked back. It just kept going and going and going. And, you know, I have, I've had my bad months, I've had my really bad months, and I've had my amazing months, you know. But you just got to keep going. You yeah. have to, because once you're on that train, you can't stop until it's just stopped to get off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good mantra. Yeah. That's a really good mantra. How did you know how to... Because you obviously created, like, as you said, the classic dolly. Yeah. How did you know what to do with all of that? So it started for my daughter. So okay. my partner's Irish. Okay. So we have my daughter, Summer Rose. She's very fair-skinned. Okay. But she has Afro hair. Okay. And she didn't understand why she had white skin with Afro hair. Okay. Um, so the original dolly actually has a curly, pearly, a curly ponytail. <laughs> so what we actually did, we took Barbie. Yeah. Which she said she wanted to look like. And we actually gave her bigger lips, a bigger nose, and a curly, bushy ponytail. <laughs> and that is, if you look at the original Dolly Jumpers, which is this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they've got the bigger nose, the fuller lips, and her ponytail's actually curly. Oh, I love and that. That's such a good that was story. It. Yeah, and that, that was it. And does she know that? That's yeah. That's hard. She yeah. love it. Yeah, she's like, looks like me now, Mum. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, and that is it. That was it. I just... And I used to have dreams. I Ev- know oh, it sounds crazy. I used to dream every night, the same dream, and I wake up in the morning not remember it. And I said to my partner, look, I keep having these dreams. I need to st- start this business. I need to switch it up a bit from buying and selling because everyone was selling and okay. buying the same stuff. Yep. So he got me a notepad and pen, put it by the side of the bed. He's like, Ren, just wake up and scribble stuff down. How and that's what that? I did. And that's what I did. I just wrote everything I dreamt. I wrote down and then I 
I've moulded it from what I could remember from the dream down to the logo, the font style, the way the jumpers were, the colours of the jumpers. And that's just it. It's just crazy. Wow. So that's very much as if it's come from source. Oh, thing, yeah. Like such a yeah. good idea. Because we've spoke about this before. Do you believe in the kind of law of attraction? Yeah, definitely. Kind of... Yeah, definitely. I think more so since I met Marine yes, from the Sleeping Rollers, from the warehouse. Yep. Um, and um, followed kind of that and had yep. great talks with her while we've been over in Glasgow and things like that. Brilliant. And yeah, it just opened my eyes to that. You know, and having the financial abundance. I know that sounds crazy, but I spend money that I don't have. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy. But it, <laughs> no, but in my head, I say, right, I need a poster, for example. Yes. I'll get a quote. Okay, the poster's £300. I haven't got £300, yeah. but I want that poster. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just think, yeah, that's fine, no problem. And for some reason, I'll get £300 that day to pay for the poster. Honestly, I don't know how I do it. I, love I that. don't know, but it's just oh, if you believe you can have something, you believe that you want that thing. If you're completely just oblivious to it, that there's no other way of but not having it. Yes, you'll have it, and that is just how I live. I would love you to speak to my printer. He'll give me the invoice and say, right, Ren, your invoice is three and a half grand. Okay, no, no problem, Fred. I'll have that by Friday. I've got ten quid in my account, <laughs> and I will get just... that. I will get that money for that stock just by knowing that I'll have it. And I know it sounds crazy, but no, come on, that. I made a business out of a dream. I know, and that's so. <laughs> but it just shows you that it yeah, can be it done. Can. And and I'm not, are so important. They aren't are. They? Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, that's amazing, right? Okay. So in September twenty eight, you launched Beautiful. Yes. Um, which is a brand totally aside from Dolly Rock in it, which yeah. you had grown into, and obviously we talk about it, you've grown into it being a big success. What inspired you to start again? You mentioned about potentially yeah. outgrowing Dolly Rock. Yeah. So yeah, I felt I outgrew, outgrew the brand. But it's still there though, isn't it's it? It's still there, yeah. and it's still doing really well. I just think, I'm a mum of four, I'm 30 now, um, and I just felt like, is this brand me? But then I did a few courses and I realised that you don't or you shouldn't create, you can create a brand based on your ideal customer. And I just wasn't my ideal customer at that time. Right, okay. So once upon a time, I was my own ideal customer for the brand. But now I'm older, there's still an ideal customer, but it's just not me. Okay. It's Sarah from down the road. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, no, I you know, totally. so my ideal, I, I, created dolly and all the few you know anything else i do create is for my ideal customer it was beautiful i feel is i am now the, the ideal the customer yeah Absolutely. i can put myself in them shoes wear that jumper and feel like yeah this is i can relate to this much more now okay you know um dolly rocking it is my baby and will always be um but i think as i grow you've got to grow with your business kind of thing a little bit as well. Yes. So, um, but yeah, giving back. And I think all over, you know, there's so many empowering women right now who collab with each other and just build with each other and do all successful things. And as a team, as a, you know, as a girl gang, um, and beautiful is giving back to women again, yes. but in a different sort of way, yeah. giving back more emotionally, you know, than anything and any part of giving back. And I just wanted to be part of yeah so no, i just I thought that. why not take what i've taken from dolly put it into something else and give back 
and it's worked. Oh, that's so it's yeah. very very clever. Yeah. So you have like you have learned so much. Yeah. Like you know. So what would be your bit like say if you were to give people tips yeah. in business yeah your three top tips that you've learned um, what would they be be um giving mm-hmm. because i think a lot of people think oh i can't afford that because it's not in my budget it's never really going to grow if you have a budget because you have to i have to do a hell of a lot of giving away yeah you know so to get back yeah different, to yeah. give back yep. and you have to give it knowing you're going to get back yes don't give it and expect but just give it See what happens with it, and it will come back to you. Again, law of attraction. Yes. It's very simple rules. Yeah. You know, and just don't be tight. <laughs> well, see, the thing yeah. is, it's that whole speculate to accumulate thing. And if you yeah. don't speculate, how can you expect to yeah. accumulate? It's like if you don't advertise, promote yourself, yeah. have yeah. a strategy around influencers, yeah. if that's where you're going to go, how's anyone going to know about yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. And another great one is um, don't be perfect. If you think your brand is perfect then you've started way too late. Okay. You've started way too late, honestly, because you have to learn through it. Mm -hmm. If you expect everything to be right, how you want it on launch day, Mm -hmm. you've got nothing to grow with. Okay. You know, so you're going to get, it's going to very quickly run its course. Okay. Start it with rough edges. Start it with the packaging not being 100%. Get some stickers off Vistaprint, stick it on, and then build up because people like to see your journey. They like to see, we started Girls Out Show with a table, a tablecloth and one jump, one style jumper. The next year we had the banners, we had the bags. Yeah. And people were like, wow, look at the step that you've made. Yes. And they love taking that journey with you. Yeah, I've got my dolly jumper. Yeah. Me years, <laughs> years ago. ago. Yeah. Years ago, and I still wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and <fab>. the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I go out, people would be like, right, she's got pink here, she's wearing my dolly jumper. <laughs> she's she's a king. Is she not 31? I'm always like, Lori, wait, you need a beautiful one now then. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, I've got a pink, beautiful t shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. So, who inspires you? Because you talked about collaboration there, so you obviously believe in it. I tell you who really inspires me. Mm -hmm. Peaches and Cream from Liverpool. Ah, Okay, yes. I tell you why, because I remember when I first started the business and they were just up there really peaking. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen how much they've done and how much they've opened up those gates for all those young girls. Yeah. You know, with their makeup and their business and how they do things and how their packaging is and just being them, you yeah. know, being so creative and such amazing business women, women and seeing how these young girls have probably watched them through the years thinking I'd love to do that and some of them have. Yeah. And I think Dolly um I think Peaches and Cream really needs to be recognized that they were they set the bar for all these makeup artists. I believe that. I do love I love their in yeah. Instagram. I also yeah. love like their wee pigment pots and their everything. Yeah, and everything. they they set the trend. They, they really, did. Yeah, they, they really. did. Yeah, I've I've watched it. I've been all I live on Instagram and I've seen it. And honestly, they've set. You see these they've got they've got an iconic black and white floor in their salon. Every salon in Liverpool has a black and white oh, floor in now. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's good. And yeah, it's good and it's just yeah. because it's they're just and they're so lovely they're so lovely as well you know they love doing collabs they're always posting other people and tagging and i think it's really good yeah yeah collaboration is definitely good good. yeah what about like um any celebrity ladies that any of celebs influence you or inspire you i haven't really it's crazy because i've had the kids i just watch kids channels (laughs) so you're like i'm off the game with anything like that (laughs) honestly i'm off the game with anyone I just think any woman that's done well, who yeah, started with nothing, and that started with nothing, and just thought, I want better for myself. 
that's anyone that inspires me. Good Women, I think a lot, I'm a mum of four again. Yes. And I didn't settle because it was easy. You, you know, pushed yourself. I push myself. Yeah. And if you don't have the push, then you're not going to get far. And yeah. then you start blaming other people. Yeah. You know, and I just think any woman that can wake up any day, go to work nine to five, start a business and work all through the night because people think having your own business, you can have a day off. You can't. I've not had a day off in five years. No, you, you don't know, I You don't have a day off. Every no. day, I know. And what about your third business tip? Because I, I oh, went third on business tip. Okay, so, um, sorry. No, not at all. Third business tip would be don't give up. Don't give up. No. Because there has been times that I've thrown the book at it and been like, no, I've woke up and been like, I, can't, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll just get a normal job. It's, you know, I've had all these complaints, emails coming in or I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, yes. You know, you just, it's, business is not for the faint hearted. It's really not. No. And just don't give up. You had a bad day. Embrace the bad day. Just have a bad day. Like, yeah. let your followers know. I'm having a bad day, yeah. you know, because if they're loyal and they love you and they love what you do, they love your product, they'll always back you, yes. you know. And I think the great thing with social media is now is that businesses have become more personal. Yes. They're not so structured. So you can speak to your your followers or your customers like friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I speak all the time. They inbox me about how their baby's doing. or oh, And I have, I have full-blown conversations with women that I could walk past in the street but on Instagram or Facebook with best friends you know and I think that's what I love about business and social media you can really mix connect with your audience so yeah don't give up because um just don't give up because you'll have a bad day everyone's entitled to a bad day a bad month yeah you know but just keep going just keep going. And it's not about some people can so easily beat themselves up when yeah. they had that bad day, yeah. and, you, and then Definitely. it's like, oh, you know, I've, I've done ruined, it. I've ruined the day. Yeah, and just but it's you can't. Yeah, every six yourself. weeks I do that. <laughs> I have a breakdown. <laughs> I've given up. I've had enough. <laughs> and then I and then I'm just like, no, come on, you know. Yes. And get back to it. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm just gonna leave a wee pause and cut that back in. So what's the dream then? What's the dream for the brands and what's oh, the next gosh. step for you? I haven't, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, set goals and do your goals and things like that. But I think I just live for the day. Every mm-hmm. day I'm just embracing. Um, I do have, you know, dreams of where I'd like to go and like to do. But I like to just take my time day by day, step by step. Once my children maybe grown up you know a bit older all in full-time school I can then start raising the bar and then have bigger dreams but right now I just want to take it day by day enjoy it and be able to manage it because there's nothing wrong there's nothing worse than having a building well that's what happened with Dolly it blew up yeah and I wasn't ready yeah and I had to get ready quicker than I expected you know and it, it, it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I think now the baby, Maxwell, he'd be two in January, starts nursery next year. Um, then I can start raising the bar a bit more um, and, you know, heading to be a multimillionaire. Oh, well, I'm sure you will yeah. be. I'm sure you will be. Well, thank you so much for taking okay. the time to talk to, talk to us. Because I know yeah. you're busy, girls, you're out as yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we shall be catching up with you very soon. Lovely. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>